Froilish, Froilish, Froilish. <laughs> We're back, finally. We are the Rosettes, and we are the only mother-daughter bachelor podcast. As far as we know. And um, my name's Ariel. I'm the daughter. I'm Mom. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm Marsha. I'm the mother. <laughs> I'm Mom. You can just call me Mom. <laughs> um, and we are sorry that we're a little bit late on this episode. We're playing The Bachelor. It's yeah. Like, give us five hours of content in one Why week. Why would you do that? We have to also, like, go to work and, like, yeah, do laundry. Yeah, we have and, jobs. Yeah. We have aspirations. I mean, not that we don't enjoy it. It's just, that's a lot of content. Every time, yeah, I love The Bachelor. But every time that they release more than two hours of content in one week, I get a little bit offended that they think I have that kind of time that I can just spare for the show. Like, do they not know that I that mom pauses every five seconds to take notes and then <laughs> I'm getting way better at that though. I was I'm yeah. really proud of myself this season. Or maybe not a lot not as much as happening that's interesting this season. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe that yeah. So anyways. Um so Bachelor Do we tell people already that we're gonna go see Bachelor Live next week? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't remember, but we're doing, we're, I got mom tickets to go see Bachelor Live with, um, Becca and Ben. Becca and Ben Higgins for Christmas, so we're gonna go, we're gonna go do that next week. Yeah, next Sunday, so. So, we'll let you maybe know we'll do like, a little bonus episode. Yeah. Wow. Um, Anyways, but, do we have any Bachelor Nation news? Bachelor <laughs> news! <laughs> um... Again, everything is so smushed together because all that content in one week. It's like I don't even know where yeah. we're at. Yeah. The Chris and Katie have been broken up for a while, but Katie posted like this picture on Instagram a couple days ago where she was like, comment your favorite place you've been to. And um, Chris com- and everyone was commenting things like, oh, Paris. Oh, Thailand. Thailand. Yeah, just all these different things. And Chris goes, your apartment. And it's like, come on, dude. Yeah, and that's enough. <laughs> yeah. You treated her like garbage from the moment you met her, basically. Yeah. And Move on. she dumped you. Katie, Katie deserves it. better. Yeah. Um. Also, you're like 80, so. No, he's not 8. God damn it. That makes me like 130. No, so. Mom. Bachelor years are different than normal people <laughs> years. Yeah. Like dog ears. They're like dog ears, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, so basically that's that. And then um, people uh, flipped out because Sydney has a, a date this week, spoiler alert. But um, Sydney said at some point, she's like, Oh yeah, I was the really awkward girl in school. Oh no, it's even worse than that. It was like I was. It was horrible racism, and people vandalized her home, and yeah, she ate in the bathroom stall every day her senior year, literally, yeah. literally, yeah, and um, which is terrible. I mean, if that's if that was really the case, that would be really terrible. I'm not condoning that. Yeah, but, but then people mean. that went to high school with her were like, "Nah, fam, you were pretty awful to all of us." Yeah. And somebody posted pictures of her yearbook where she was, apparently their pageant, um, their pageant, their high school had some sort of pageant, like the most beautiful girl pageant, which is kind of a weird thing in this day and age in a high school, but whatever. But it's Alabama. And it's Alabama. And And it's the same high school uh, that that Lecter went to. uh, Hannah B. went to, yeah. 
And they were the same grade, too, I think. Anyways, mm-hmm. and then somebody else also released text messages between her and some of these supposed mean girls. And they all said, no, 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 you were the mean girl, sweetie, not us. And um, so, yeah, receipts on that. Yeah. That's how the young kids speak. Receipts on that. <laughs> Youthful parlance. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I, oh, and then... Some people have started trying to make predictions about how the show's oh, yeah. going to end. Oh, yeah, I think there was an important one. No one knows how the show's going to end, and I actually think this one's really likely. Like a credible, um, a credible like, rumor. But So if you don't want to know the credible rumor that might may, may be spoilery, you can jump ahead a few, you know, a couple minutes. A couple minutes, yeah. You know, we have a lot of things that are kind of just like, we take a while to get to the point. <laughs> so... We, um, so there's a theory out there where Peter ends up with his producer. What's her at name? At the end of it. Like, Kayla uh, No, I, uh, I don't remember what her name is. Not important. Okay. She, but what is important is that we, it's clear that Peter does not have a connection with any of these women. It's, he's just not invested in this and there's nothing there for him. Um, but it does seem like he really does want to find someone. It's just, they're not just not here. Um, and basically someone has this theory that, um, he ends up with his producer because over the holidays, this producer woman went on a vacation with Peter and his family to New York City and they were all together on New Year's Eve and she's been spending a lot of time with the Webbers in general. Mm-hmm, and like, all of the Webbers follow her on Instagram. Um, they'll comment back and forth on her photos all the time. And um, she... She just seems to be some a somewhat of a fixture in the Webber family. Which, yeah. of course, is a big deal with Peter. Yeah. And it would be kind of weird to spend New Year's Eve with your producer... Right after you allegedly got engaged to someone. somebody else, yeah, yeah, that would be if I was Peter's fiance, I'd kind of get a little bit weirded out. By yeah, that. and she's—I mean, she's super cute. She's um, older than him. She's like he's twenty-eight. I think she's like thirty-six or something like that. Um, Reality City, Reality Steve says this is complete garbage. That this is not true. Um, so just putting that out there, but it's an interesting. It's theory. an interesting theory, and it would—it and- would satisfy all of the sort of. Um, they said that nothing like this has ever happened before on the show, and the lead has never had an affair with a producer before on the show. And um, they, there's a trailer where um, Peter's head is in the lap of a blonde producer whose face is blurred out. So that's that. kind of intimate. Um, and he, he, at one point recently in an interview, he said he knew who his front runner was from week four, from from Cleveland on. So that would fit too if he decided that he started falling for this other person, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that. We'll see. What People happens. say it's a far fetched theory, but I don't know, dude. Sounds pretty know, legit dude. to me. You never know. So that's something to keep in Stranger mind. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. So if I'm right. I think everyone that said that that's a far-fetched theory to me deserves to give me, like, $5. <laughs> okay. Um, 
But anyways, uh, let's finally hop into the episode. Yeah, it's going to take us all I two think I've got of like them. 16 pages of notes, and I, I don't even have the very first part of the episode written down. I don't know. I guess I must have like misplaced it. But real quick, I think we're still back in Cleveland. seems like ages ago mm-hmm. that we were in Cleveland. And um, Alea is just, she's just too much trouble. You know, Peter liked her. Peter wanted to have her around. I wanted to have her around. I thought she was perfectly fine, you know, a She was bit. fine and she was beautiful. People just attacked her because she was the prettiest one there. Um, okay, maybe. <laughs> and um, so basically Peter tells Alea, you know, I'm really sorry, but this just isn't going to work out. This is too hard. And and sends her home and she cries she'll be on paradise we'll see her again yeah she was basically like it sucks that he's not even sending me home because he doesn't want me here like he's sending me home because he can't deal with the drama that people other people cause with me which that's true that does really suck like everyone else is ruining this for literally everyone yeah it's it's i don't yeah i don't want to talk about it till later because they're gonna get they're gonna continue to cat fight the entire episode mm-hmm. and it's like I kept writing in my notes more of the same more of the same because they just are so catty and awful um yeah. I believe there's... Oh, and it's frustrating also because The Bachelor has never been a like I don't know a feminist Art. show it's but in recent years the women have really had each other's back you see yeah. women like empowered women empower women and you've been seeing that a lot more on the show and you see a recently. lot more friendships develop that's one of my favorite parts of the show is seeing the girls develop friendships um like your Hannah Hannah Heather Demi, Demi friendship last year and you know we don't have anybody like Demi this year not that I'm a huge I mean I like Demi but I'm not a huge Demi fan but there's like no fun it's just not fun nobody's there's no humor everybody's just a frazzly nervy bunch of backbiting boogers yeah and it's getting old but anyways Mm -hmm. so at the rose ceremony who goes home Shean goes (coughs) home and she warns him about you know these you you know yeah she pulls up who did that last year it was um oh sydney Sydney yeah yeah. Yeah. she's like everyone's not who they appear yeah (laughs) and that's a new bachelor trope i guess yeah and watch out peter he's like what (laughs) yeah he has always and and peter poor peter i like him but his face is always like huh what Mm -hmm. And, um, anyway, who else? Oh, um, duck lady. The, li- the lady that likes the local ducks, but not the visiting the, ducks. Oh, yeah, that was a bummer, because <laughs> we never get to, we never forgot to hear her duck story. I know, I love Savannah. I really like Savannah. She seemed like a reasonable person. She was very pretty, and she didn't seem to get involved much in the drama, anyway. She was the one that tattled a little bit on Victoria P., but that was super important. We needed to know that yeah, Victoria P's a people snake. were, yeah, people were... Idolizing Victoria P when that wasn't something that needs to be done, and she was like, "Hold up, that's not all entirely true." Yeah. So goodbye to those guys. I think those are the only ones that went home. Um, forgive me if I'm wrong. So they all do their cheers thing, and Peter announces that they're going to Costa Rica. Yay! Is that? Crazy. Oh yeah, that is where they go first. <laughs> yeah, they go to. What do they go next? Chile, and then next Chile and Peru is next. Is tonight? Yeah. Um. So off t- to Costa Rica. The girls are staying in this beautiful house, um, and and likewise, uh, Peter's staying in a beautiful place where they can see the volcanoes and so forth. And Peter comes to meet them and tell them about the upcoming week, and he's got this huge bandaid on his head. 
And the girls are like, oh, no. What's what wrong with your Peter? face? Are yeah. you okay? And he points to the volcano and says, I was hiking through the jungle when all of a sudden a puma came by. And I knew it was either me or the puma. I almost said puma. Puma. You did say puma. You didn't almost say puma. <laughs> now um, that makes for a funnier story if and he's puma like, comes walking along. But I look like this and you should see the other guy. You should see the, the puma. He... He, I took him down. I won. And the girls are like, oh, eating it up. Like, girls, and then, well, I think give there me was a one, break. I think there was one girl that was like, no, no. you didn't. <laughs> it was probably Kelly. She's the <laughs> only one there with a brain. <laughs> and, you know, if Peter really saw Puma in the jungle, he would run away. Give me a break. But he, you know, then, then he tells him eh, it's actually a golf cart. And one of the people in the golf cart when that happened was a blonde producer. Hmm. So it could have been, that. it could have been her. That's all. They had, yeah, so they did this little reenactment of, you know, from Peter's point of view, banging his head onto the pop golf cart and then kind of falling over. <laughs> and they, but the only footage they had of it, or the only footage they showed us anyway, was it looks like a security camera at the hotel where this happened. Yeah, and it goes, it all goes by super quick. Right, he just bangs his head into the non-moving golf cart. He's holding a glass in his hand, and he smashes his head against the glass he's drinking from. And apparently there was lots of blood, and it was a pretty serious head injury. <laughs> but also, when they were doing the reenactment, it was, like, filmed from, like, first-person yeah, perspective. Point of view. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> funny. Anyway, Peter is there to say that he wants to take Sydney on a date. Ugh, Sydney. Anyways... So she and he, she and Peter get in a helicopter and fly away and they go and they fly over some volcanoes and they have a little picnic lunch and they have, um, it's, you know, he says she's the best kisser and it's kind of a, I don't know, it's kind of a boring date. I'm not feeling it between them. She is pretty. Yeah. I just, I, super boring. she just doesn't seem like a very genuine human being to me. I'm yeah. sorry. And she's so She's so dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I get that a lot of that probably comes from just, like, getting an education in Alabama. But, like, she's just so inarticulate. And she just always speaks in the third person. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, I forgot about that. I hate that. He doesn't get to... He's never really gotten to know Sydney. Maybe he wants a Kelsey instead of a Sydney or she said yeah. she's just so freaking annoying and you know she's gonna be on paradise and i just ugh. i hate her you know she's gonna be on paradise especially since they're probably not gonna have victoria f on paradise and they need a villain yeah exactly i don't think they're gonna touch victoria f with a 10-foot pole unless peter picks her then they're gonna have to do something i don't mm. think peter's gonna pick her though because you can see in the preview she's gonna have another meltdown oh big surprise victoria victoria f is gonna cry and run off somewhere oh oh that's a twist <laughs> Anyway, they have their night date, and that's where Sydney tells him about the whole, oh, I was so... The high school stuff. in high school, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, that's She was like, it's rough to be a person of color in Alabama. Which, yeah, okay. I'm sure it is. I get that. I get that. But... But people are out here saying that that just wasn't the case. Exactly, quite the opposite was the case. Even Hannah B. is out here saying... You're kind of a little bit iffy. <laughs> did, she, did she come out and say that? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I trust Lecter. Yeah, Hannah B., you know, questionable sense of, like, character, but she, well, her, no, char- no, her character's Her character is good, but she's a bad judge, judge of, of other, character. judge yeah. of character. There you go. Um, 
And but when she realizes that she doesn't like someone, it's usually after they've done pretty terrible things. Yeah. So Yep. Way to go. Meanwhile, <laughs> back at the hotel, Kelsey's having a meltdown. She's really sad because Peter's on a date. Oh, big surprise, Peter went on a date. But she's like, you know But I'm, this is the first time after is this the first time after their one on one? I believe so, yeah. So she's like So try, she she's feels home. attached and she's like she misses him and yeah. she is surprised at how much she likes him, I think. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, I hope he doesn't forget what a good time we had. Because now they're in a more exotic place. They're not in Cleveland anymore. Yeah, you know? she's like, our date was in stupid Cleveland. Sydney, <laughs> you know, Sydney is younger and arguably, you know, prettier than her. Um, but that's a Arguably. Arguably, for sure. Yeah, Kelsey's really pretty. So Tammy's try- Tammy ostensibly is trying to help, um, visits with um, Kelsey and says, you know, he, he does have to pick one eventually. You know, the likelihood is small that we're, you know, that it will be anyone, either of us. And um, I wrote maybe he can't pick one girl. But anyway, um, Kelsey bring you know, and Tammy's like, so, you know, why, why are you so down? Kelsey brings up Sydney mm-hmm. and, you know, says, and Tammy's like, don't, don't you like her? And she says, yeah, I like Sydney, but she's a dr- dramatic effing bitch. <laughs> I'm lifting her glass in the air. It's true, Kelsey does look a little bit tipsy. But Tammy takes that and runs with it. Um, she, in her ITM, she says she didn't cry this much when her grandpa died. <clears throat> Tammy goes to tell the other girls. Um, well, okay, but also that's not Kelsey's fault that you're... you're that you're a heartless... That yeah. you're heartless, like... True that, true that. So, Tammy goes and tells the other girls that Kelsey's flipping out, and she rightly points out that, you know, at least she got a one-on-one. The rest of them haven't even had a one-on-one. And, you know, so basically, Tammy starts this rumor that um, Kelsey is a drunk, that Kelsey has a drinking problem. Yeah, she she drinks when she doesn't want to deal with her problems, and that's why she always is crying all the time, is because she's too drunk to be able to control her emotions. And it's like, who are you to say that about someone? Like, that's so rude. This I, just, is, uh, I just hate Tammy. She's so rude. Oh, um, Tammy's, you know, Tammy's putting on a show. I don't think Tammy's um, thoroughly evil like a couple of these girls. A couple of these girls are being awful and they don't even know they're being awful. That's just their personality. Tammy's, she's... She's um, pumping it up a little bit. I, don't, I think she's not as awful as she's coming off as. I think she's just desperately trying to stay on television. But you never know. I made it yeah, really wrong. Yeah, but still not okay. <laughs> still not okay. Still not okay. I wrote in my notes, these girls need to fight against their Lord of the Flies tendencies <laughs> and not follow their ringleader, Sydney. <laughs> Meanwhile, Victoria F. is being very clever. She's also a villain, and Victoria P. is in the background right now. Victoria F. is just, she chimes in every now and then with some delectable little piece of nasty information about one of the other girls, or she'll attack one of the other girls. But she's really sort of let Sydney become the the ringleader of the mean girl group. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's going to be insufferable now that she's had a one-on-one. Next day is a group date. <clears throat> and everyone goes on the group date except Hannah Kelly. and? No, Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Kelly, and of course, Sydney, because she already had a date. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, and Sydney got the rose, by the way. 
Um, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Boo. <laughs> um, so group date, they're going to walk down to a waterfall. Uh, they meet Jessica Pels, who is the um, editor-in-chief for Cosmo Magazine. That's a pretty big deal, really. Um, they, mm-hmm. Well, Cosmo's a really progressive, awesome magazine. People make fun of any magazine as being gossip magazines and stuff. But Cosmo writes about a lot of really progressive Pro women things. Yeah, I, I read it when I was young, but I haven't read one. In yeah, years they years. especially recently they've taken a step back from a lot of the articles that like um, take women's issues, but then like turn it into like a salacious uh, uh, sex. Yeah, yeah, or turning. Well, I think they still do that, but it's more I think about liberation of those types of things rather than like. They don't so much say how to please your man or anything uh-huh. and, and anymore in the in the headlines. Mm, I guess how that's to, refreshing. Yeah, they still write about those things because. But nevertheless, what they want to do is put all the girls in swimsuits and take pictures of them yeah. in the waterfall. Yeah, with a man. <laughs> yeah, with a man. All fawning over the same man. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so. So Jessica Bell says. Um, whoever shows she is the most here for Peter, which is a very vague instruction, will get the Cosmo cover. Now, that's a big deal. However, I have read that... It was an internet cover. Yeah, a digital cover. It was mm. never intended to be the actual cover of the actual magazine that you can buy at Barnes & Noble. It was a digital cover. But, again, still a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, um, Victoria F. is worried she ate too much yesterday. Uh, yeah, Maddie's hair is frizzy, but they all look beautiful, and they pick out some cool bathing suits. Uh, um, McKenna's suit is really cute, and Victoria F's suit is really flattering. Did you see, um, I saw, I didn't notice this when we were watching the show, but I saw memes about it later, so it might not be true, but it sounds like something that they do. The bathing suits, apparently... They like oh yeah they do colored they yeah instead of putting the black box they digitally add material add material to the (laughs) to the bottom so their butts aren't hanging out it's hilarious and it's some of them are really obvious some of them aren't but then when you see it you can't can't unsee it exactly like I didn't notice the first time we watched it and then I saw this meme and I started looking at all the girls bathing suits and how they had (laughs) I mean it literally a lot of them looks like it was just done with sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the whole thing's ridiculous anyway. We know what they we know what a butt looks like. It's, Everyone know. has a butt. You shouldn't yeah. have to put a black box <laughs> over them. Like, <laughs> Hannah Ann is ready for this exercise. She's in her modeling yeah, mode. Yeah, when they're sending them to pick their outfits, she looks super focused on finding the perfect <laughs> photograph. Kelsey's still kind of freaking out, but she's decided she's going to be composed and not compete for his attention. And I went, I wrote, wait, what? That's the whole point is to compete for his attention. That's, that's the whole reason you're here, Kelsey. Yeah, but then... Excuse me, sorry, I'm yawning. But then Tammy made her feel like crap and made her feel like she was too clingy, so she doesn't want to come off as clingy yeah. either. So they're all doing their photo shoot, and at one point, Peter's posing with uh, three girls. I forget all who all the three of them are. And uh, Victoria F. starts making out with him. I'm like, I just hate her, you know? I don't remember her making out with him when other two other people were there. I just remember her no. making out with him 
After she won, she in made out with him. In front of other people, but not when they were posing nope, together. Nope. Absolutely, 100%. She started making out with him while two other girls are standing right there. And I thought it was tacky and funny. Standing there po- posing with them? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. I remember 100%. I remember nope. Hannah Ann doing that. But I, Hannah I, Ann did it afterwards. That's what I wrote down. I said, Victoria F. has opened up a Pandora box of woman crazy when she starts making out with Peter in front of the other girls. It's gross and phone. It's gross and porny. And then Hannah Ann does it too. Okay, I get that she was in front of other girls, but I don't think other girls were posing with her. Yeah, they were. You have to trust me on this one, honey. Peter's in the mm-hmm. middle. I think it's McKenna and... Some other girl in front. No, that was for sure Hannah Ann. No, no, it was both of them. They're both wearing red bathing suits. Victoria but F. does it McKenna first. was with Hannah I, Ann for sure. 100%. I watched it twice. Okay, McKenna, I don't know who was with him. Okay. But they were both wearing red bathing suits. They were both on his left, our right, and they both kissed him. But Victoria F. did it first and a lot more sexily, in my opinion. That's why she won. Okay. Anyway. So, um... That's how crazy my my notes are, though. She's opened a Pandora box of woman crazy. Um, Hannah Ann uh, thinks she's oh she, Hannah Ann thinks she's gonna win. You can tell she thinks she's gonna win because she's in her element. Um, and but Kelsey, well anyway, bottom line is Victoria F wins the photo shoot, and they get their picture taken in the water. Mm-hmm. And um. Now, uh, this past week, Cosmo came out with an article saying that they weren't going to uh, publish the new cover. So, um, and they gave their reasons. They said, we're uh, very big supporters of the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's occurred to us that the person that we chose on this date um, is... Has tacitly endorsed the White Lives Matter yeah. Movement. I guess is it a movement? I don't know. No. It's a it's bowel a stupid movement. Is what it is. <laughs> a bowel movement. <laughs> um then Cosmo also said that um they were asked to come do this shoot and uh they didn't know any of these people beforehand and so they didn't they weren't given the opportunity to do any research to see if right. this was a good thing to do. Um and they just showed up and did it because they they have a pretty close tie with Bachelor. They must be some sort in of in general. They must be somehow related to um, Disney and ABC and all that. They're, they must there's some parent, you know, brother or sister company or something. Well, I don't know about if they're related to Disney, but they, I do know that um, a lot of the Bachelor contestants write a lot of um, pieces about the Bachelor for Cosmo. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, but good for them. Good yeah, and that that little piece of nugget of news there indicates that to me, I think that we may not see Victoria F on another Bachelor franchise. Yeah, because she's just toxic in more than that way. Anyway, yeah. and I date Hannah Ann as she wants to get the rose. She's wearing her group rose ring. She says, "I don't know what that means." Um, and her accent—I notice her accent starting to come out more. She's starting to sound a little more Alabama. Um, Peter takes Victoria F aside. She forces him to tell her happy birthday in this awkward way. They make out a little bit. Um, I, you know, unless there's something important happening during the cocktail parties or the group dates, we should probably be fast because it's only, you know, five hours of content. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. 
I wrote down, I think Kelsey's older than 28, but maybe she's just had... I think, well, when you get so much plastic work done on your face at such a young age, that ages you, like, which is weird, but... (laughs) She, well, when Kelsey sits down with him during this group date, she says she's terrified of the feelings she's having, and she stammers when she says she's falling in love with him. So, we've heard Victoria P. say, say... in front of other girls that she was falling in love with him. But I think this is the first time we've seen a girl tell Peter that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she totally stammers when she says it. She's totally like, and that's like a tell when people aren't being honest, they stammer, but not, you know, not always, of course, Yeah, but it's a tell that's a frequent thing. Um, Tammy, oh, Tammy narks on Kelsey. That's probably the most important part of that uh, group date. He's, she's drowning, Peter, she's drowning her sorrows. She's just drinking. She just, she's a, you know, alcoholic and blah, blah, blah. And she's popping pills. At some point, she says she's popping pills as well. Yeah. So, we later learned that Victoria P is the one that started that popping pill rumor. Yeah, uh, are we going to just touch on that right now, or is there something important in between? Let's see. Um, oh, they're all, a bunch of them are sitting around. I think I told you the wrong girls that went home before. Well, let's see. Well, I'll keep looking at my notes and we'll figure it out. This is also when all the girls are sitting around and they're all, you know, Tammy's telling them all how Kelsey's a mess and she's drinking and blah, blah, blah. And Victoria F. takes this opportunity in front of all the other girls to say, oh, Kelsey told me last night that she's the realest bitch here and everyone else is fake. And Tammy freaks out at that. (laughs) Eventually, all of this gossip, you know, gets back to Peter. And Peter decides he's going to, Peter's a genius, I guess. He's going to confront Kelsey about this. And so he sits down with Kelsey and he says, I heard you had an emotional breakdown. <laughs> oh, Peter, you're so subtle. And she's like, no, I'm, uh, you know, yes, I am emotional, but that's okay. People cry. You know, I was sad that you were on a date. And she gets emotional again. And Peter says, well, you know, are you going to be okay? Because this isn't going to get easier. It's going to get harder. And she convinces him that, you know, she's going to be, she's going to be fine. And, uh, you know, basically, there's all the stress music and, you know, it's, you know, just things are falling apart. Lord of the Flies. Girls hate each other. They're attacking each other. <laughs> Victoria P. says she's popping pills. Every, then everybody else says she's popping pills. And Kelsey eventually says, yeah, I take birth control and Adderall. And, and oh, well, that's later. Yeah. Because Sydney has a good line there. But anyway. Go ahead. All right. Well... Um, at some point, let's see, oh, here, Kelly and Peter have a date. Um, I, I don't remember what the, um, card says, but Kelly and Peter have their date. Um, I saw this funny meme and it was like a picture of Kelly looking super like bummed out. And the caption was Kelly realizing that her Costa Rica vacation's going to get interrupted by a date with Peter. <laughs> oh, also, another, not really news news, but Kelly liked a tweet saying, it's clear that Kelly hates Peter the other night when people were tweeting about the show. Aww. And Kelly liked it. Oh, that's sad. 
I don't think Kelly hates Peter. I think Kelly's the only rational, normal one there. She, she, keeps, yeah. she keeps saying, like, I know he's a catch. You know, I get that he's, a, a, you know, got a good job and he's yeah. a nice guy. She, but she's just not feeling it. And she's saying, like, she's trying. I need, people keep telling me I need to trust the process and I just don't know. Like, Yeah, she's normal, rational human you. being. Yeah. And, um... Anyways, so Peter reminds us beforehand in a little ITM that they met before and maybe it was fate and that, you know, but he can't just believe in fate forever. It's getting serious and he can't keep giving her roses if she can't give him a little bit more attention. Um, so they go to this weird shamany shamany place, place in Costa Rica. And again, Peter, you know, you're, you're taking the most logical, least spiritually touchy-feely person on the kooky date. Yeah. You know, what are you thinking? Whatever. And, um... They they meet Ricardo and Fia? Or Thea? Or something like that. Um, and they said... Ricardo and Thea say they're going to be guided by Jupiter, and it will expand them. And they are like, uh, cool, okay. And, um... They do, like, a little, like, reading of them, and one of them goes... Well, I, I, I want to plant one quick thing. Um, Peter tells them their story, you know, we met in the hotel lobby, blah, blah, blah. Didn't get her number, but blah, blah, blah. And I wrote down, wait a minute, he didn't get Kelly's number, but he got Chase Rice's number? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, he has more of a connection with Chase Rice <laughs> than any of these women. So they get... Like smoked, they they're enveloped mm-hmm. in smoke, and they light the boy and girl. And they're like candles. getting them saged. Yeah, it looks like I guess that's like. what it looks like. And they light the boy and girl candles, and then they they watch. And, and then see the what boy happens. and girl candles get make little babies. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> they don't. make little baby candles. The boy and girl candles indicate that Kelly, the candle that represents Kelly, is repressed and pulling away. Yeah, and she's, and like, she's like, yeah. <laughs> I resemble that remark. She's like, you know, whatever. I forget exactly what she says. That, that's totally valid. That's what she says. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Peter says she's not trying hard enough, which really irritated me. How do you know, Peter Weber, if she's trying hard enough or not? Mm-hmm. This may be a very uncomfortable process for her, and it seems to be. She, they blind, they go outside after this, and they blindfold her, and she has to find him in this, like, rock labyrinth, and he has to guide her with his voice. And, you know, and they kiss, and etc. He's going to use that night date to see if she can do this, otherwise he's sending her home. Mm-hmm. Okay, insert Tammy and Kelsey back at the hotel. They're having more talks about this. Um, is that a healthy way to deal with your emotions in, in the, you know, in a bottle of wine, Tammy says. She's like, that's not how I deal with my emotions. I deal with my emotions by crying, and that that's healthy, and which of, it is. And, of course, she starts crying because Kelly's, or Tammy's calling her an <coughs> alcoholic, and she's being super mean to her. So, anyways. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, Tammy, just because you don't, don't push this on Kelsey like it's clear you're the one that does that doesn't handle your emotions well like yeah it's true but neither one of them are handling or the best at handling their emotions but they're just Kelsey's different. a little better yeah they're just different and Tammy's just being a jerk about it um now night date um Kelly confesses she didn't really know what a shaman was um anyway 
Then they do this like blindfolded maze thing. Oh, they, now we, we already talked about that. I called the rock maze, the rock labyrinth, is what I called it. Oh, did you talk about that already? Yeah, yeah. I he, don't. I thought. Yeah, he he she was blindfolded and he guided her with his voice. Oh, so they went. Outside. Are you sure we talked about yeah, that? I am. Okay. Anyways, I'm having some tea, so I have more caffeine in my body this early morning than Ariel did. Yeah, it's early. Anyways, um, the date's kind of boring. He's just pushing her, you know, and loosen up, have fun, blah, blah. Well, well, she says that, you know, she was really scared of the process, having a hard time. But when she got to Cleveland, she decided she was going to be herself, loosen up, and have fun. And Peter says, this isn't about fun. I'm trying to find my wife. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't say it that harshly, but the whole thing, the whole date is super uncomfortable. Yeah. But, yeah, she challenges... Kelly's way too good for Peter. Yeah. Anyways. Kelly for Bachelorette. I don't know if she... She might be too boring. No, she'd be boring. Hannah B for take two of Bachelorette. Yeah, we'll see. But I like Kelly. Um, uh, she, for some reason, she brings up Hannah Ann. She says, you know, I'm just in a different place in my life than some of these other girls. Like, say Hannah Ann. Nothing against her, but she's just really young, and she's... Just ready for, she's not ready for the same things I am in life. You know, I'm, I'm older, I'm established, I've got a career. You know, we're just different. And all the girls in the house are just different. And she, eventually she kind of scolds him for rewarding the drama in the house. Mm-hmm. She kind of says, you know, I don't know, I don't think you're going to make much progress if you keep rewarding the, the drama. And she, you know, she says she wants to be engaged. She wants to be part of a power couple that challenges each other. And Peter says, do you promise? Peter's all into promising stuff. And she seems sincere. So, again, he says, it's going to get harder. You know, are you, are you ready for that? And she says, yes. So he gives her the rose. Um, then they make out at another pool. He's all, he's all in, oh, he made out with Sydney in a pool, too. I don't think I mentioned that. Yeah. <clears throat> apparently, that all, that's all there is to do on dates in Costa Rica is go in pools and make out. Oh, I don't think they're pools. I think they're legit bodies of water. Maybe they are. I don't know. It's hard yeah. to tell. If they're hot springs or I don't know they're what they are. They're pretty. They are pretty. And, you know, it's a, it's a pretty looking thing. It's just not that exciting. Yeah. Um, back at the house, Tammy's complaining to Lexi and Victoria Fuller that Kelsey's a drunk and emotionally unstable. They're more of the same. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's all the same stuff, just over and over. Yeah. Kelsey, so it's the next day, and it's daytime, and Kelsey decides that she's going to go visit Peter in his, in his hotel suite um, to, you know, set the record straight. Did we, did we already mention that Victoria P. was the one that started the Poppin' Pills rumor? We did Cause... mention that, but I don't know if that the girls have revealed that yet, or if that happens a little later. Uh-oh. I think that might happen a little later, like at the cocktail party, and Sydney becomes a monster. Um... She goes to his little room, and he's happy. Seems happy to see her. Mm-hmm. She says the whole thing was blown out of proportion, and you know, she really wants to keep her relationship with him private. And you know, Peter says you've been direct and honest with me. That's all I want. And basically, Tammy or Kelsey defends herself against Tammy, and they cuddle and make out. And he decides. He miraculously comes up with a rose. And she, well, and she tells him that she's falling in love with him. Again. Yeah. And they make out a little bit. And they do seem to really like each other. And he decides to give her the rose now because he knows that that night at the rose ceremony, he's going to keep her. Yeah. Then she has to go back to where all the other girls are with her rose. With her rose. And they're all sitting there. 
I think they're already in their evening clothes. And they're all sitting there on their little porch. And she's like, you know, and she's in her shorts with her little rose. And she's like, look. She's like, hey, guys. So <laughs> I happened. went to go talk to Peter just to, you know, make sure he knew that my intentions were true and that, like, my – just to reassure that our relationship is still as strong as it was last week. Um, I did not go in there with the intention of getting a rose, but he gave me a rose, and I wanted to just be, like, upfront with you guys and let you know because I can see how this might be upsetting for some of you, which was a good thing to do. Yeah, she she tried to, you know, it was awkward for her, but she tried her Yeah, best, she was so. like, I don't want you guys to be mad at me because this really wasn't my intention. Yeah, right. I just, you know, and she had every right to want to clear the air, you know, I, I think that's okay. Oh, um, nighttime, it's time for, like, the cocktail party, etc. Um, ta- you know, Tammy's talking to the camera. She went to Peter to save her own ass. You know, blah, blah, blah. She doesn't, she's not here for the right reasons. She just wants to save her own ass. Um, Chris Harrison shows up, and he announces there's not going to be a cocktail party. They're going to go straight to the rose ceremony because Peter knows what he wants to do. And then the girls are all flipping out. Oh, and they're mad at Kelsey because she thinks Kelsey's the reason that the cocktail party got canceled, mm-hmm. which we have no evidence <clears throat> that that is the case. And McKenna's really pissed. Yeah. McKenna's oh, flipping out. That's when she starts doing her weird tongue stuff. Yeah. She's flipping out. She's doing weird things with her tongues. Tongue. Not, she only has one. Sorry. <laughs> and she... <clears throat> Is panicking. She's like, I was really going to open up to Peter tonight at the cocktail party, and you guys took that from me. And Peter's I'm like, what could you possibly have to share and open up about? Like, she says, Peter's never going to see how great I am. <laughs> she's got Is like, that a direct quote? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love McKenna. But she's really. She's going to be a hit on Paradise. She's going to be a lot of fun in Paradise. I but she's think losing. She's it. So annoying, but maybe she'll be in paradise. She's so annoying and just immature. And yeah, she's well. She's really starting to lose it. Maybe paradise will be a better uh, when structure can for her. Fawn over her all the time. Yeah, exactly. Her. Exactly. I think yeah. she's she's just she's realizing that if she doesn't get a one on one date quick, she's out of here. Mm-hmm. You know. So she's she's losing it. But anyways. So Peter's, yeah, Peter's never, uh, so the girls are still talking before Peter gets there. And Tammy says, ask Kelsey, what did you say about me when you were, when you were with him this afternoon? Kelsey says, I just said, you know, yes, I talked about you, but I was trying to make it about me and Peter and just trying to say, look, I'm an emotional person. I, I don't, you know, I don't drink overly or anything like that. And she said, I just wanted him to hear from me that there was a rumor going around about me. Um, I didn't want him to hear it from someone else because uh, I thought that that would just make me look bad. So I let him know that there were some people saying these things about me and they just aren't true. And this is when they they challenge her about the pill popping. And Kelsey just straight up admits, I take Adderall and birth control. Then Sydney, who's standing next to Lexi, leans over and says, did, you just, did she just say that for real? <laughs> Sydney's... You know, you could see her little evil mind processing this. Did she just say she takes Adderall and birth control? And Lexi um, looks over, you know, she's in the middle of talking to everybody, and she looks over her shoulder and says, yeah. <laughs> and um, 
she says, you know, Tammy, Lexi says, Tammy, it's not your place to do this. So Lexi's sort of trying to defend Kelsey a little bit. Yeah. I think Lexi, you were starting to not like Lexi towards the end because she was hanging out with Sydney, but I yeah. think you were just seeing her in moments where she was just chilling out yeah. with her a little bit. Lexi's okay. Because she always defends the person that's kind of being, you know, crapped on. on. Yeah. Um, and Kelsey does that too later when uh, yeah. McKenna's getting beat up. Um, so basically, Tammy tries to drag Victoria P. into it. This is the point when Tammy says, oh, I didn't see you popping pills. Victoria P. told me about that. And the whole thing is just, again, Lord of the Flies. These girls are, you know, I'm afraid somebody's going to get hurt. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the point where Sydney attacks. Um, this is, she attacks Tammy at this point. I don't even know why she attacks Tammy at this point, but she somehow freaks out on Tammy. Yeah. And, um... I don't know what it is either. I think it's because she sees other people defending... I don't know. Or she sees other people defending Kelsey, and she's like, oh, I guess maybe Tammy's the bad guy now. Yeah, I don't know. And not really understanding. Or maybe she takes Adderall, too, and was like, well... (laughs) Who knows? I can't blame Kelsey. But for whatever reason, the whole thing unravels, and Sydney becomes this just monster girl. She's like, you know, she says to Tam or to Tammy, she's like, she uses the f word over and over again. You can effing take yourself away, and you f you, and you're an effing bitch, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, and then she says, yo, yo, you're not right. Uh, before then, Tammy stands up and says, you know, you're, you know, you're the problem. You don't go anywhere without your little posse. And that's what sets Sydney off. She's like, yo, yo, yo you're, you're crazy. You're crazy. Yo, yo. yo. You're, you're nuts. You're crazy. Yo. <laughs> and you're like, do you know, know any other words for crazy besides nuts and crazy? You know, do you have to say it 17 <laughs> times, Sydney? We, we, we get... So it's really fascinating because Sydney <clears throat> goes into this defensive attack mode. It's, it's, it's terrifying to see. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm thinking maybe Victoria F's not the worst one here because, at, and and it's just she totally gaslights Tammy and she tries to get all her little posse to um, follow her. And a couple of the other girls, one of the other girls is walking away with her later and say, "Yeah, she is crazy. She is crazy. I forget which girl it is. Maybe I wrote it down." Um, so the whole thing is it's terrifying. It really is. Mm-hmm. Sydney's a piece of work she's you know if you, you know, boys in paradise stay away from sydney she's gonna it's any relationship with sydney is going to be all about her all the time mm-hmm. anyways um it's gonna be sydney's kind of like kaylin except less smart yeah maybe okay Ka- uh yeah kaylin didn't gather a posse around her. She observed for a while and then chose the people she thought were going to be. Her plan was to befriend the who she thought was the front runner, which was Cassie, mm-hmm. and then take that as far as she could. Sort of ride on her coattails, but at the same time manipulate her. So, yeah, she, yeah I can see where you're seeing the similarity mm-hmm. there. Um, anyways, so... Um, who goes home at this point? Must be Lexi. It's well. Doesn't um, doesn't McKenna steal him for a second? 
Um, Tammy and McKenna both take Peter aside, I wrote. Yeah. Um, and there's no ro- there's no cocktail party, so they're doing that right before the rose ceremony. Right. Then the next thing I have here is Santiago Chile, so I didn't write down. Yeah, so um, Lexi gets pissed at McKenna for stealing Peter, <laughs> and she, then McKenna comes, and we don't see what McKenna says to him, but it's like, yeah, why are you doing oh, that? Oh, this is the place where people take him aside, because there's no cocktail party, that's right. Yeah, and... McKenna comes back and she's all happy with herself that she talked to Peter, and they we don't see what they talk about at all, but it shows Lexi and she's pissed. Yeah. And McKenna goes, "Are you mad at me?" And she says, "Yes." And I am. Lexi goes, "Yeah, I'm mad at you. Like, why would you do that? Like, there are plenty of yeah. people here that want to spend time with him, but we are not. None of us are given the opportunity to do that because there's yeah. no cocktail party. You like, can't just have a mini cocktail party, McKenna." So Lex is, Lex is getting pissed, and um, I know he. Lexi goes home. Excuse me. And who's the other one that goes home at that point? Uh, I can't believe I didn't write it down. That's like an important thing. It was Lexi and I think there were two. Yeah, there were two. Lexi's the only one I super remember. Yeah. Was she at home at this point? I don't know. I didn't write it down. I don't know why. Anyway, well, sorry. Lexi for sure got too much home. content. Usually, I can remember all these things. Yeah, there's like two or three rose ceremonies in one week, and like ten girls go home. I think ten girls went home all together this week. Something yeah, like that's ridiculous. Anyways, they cheers and they go to Santiago, Chile. This is the next episode. Finally, I think. Yeah, which is a weird. <laughs> Chile is a weird place to pick to go on a date right now because they're in a lot of political turmoil and stuff. They're, um, the citizen, I don't, maybe Santiago's too much of a metropolitan, is that the right word? Yeah. Metropolis type place. Yeah. For it to really be as much there. Maybe that's. I don't know much a about touristy place, so they they are able to keep it pretty safe. But I have a friend who went to Chile last summer, and she said that like police brutality is extremely high. Like everywhere you go, you can see police being extremely violent towards the citizens, and um, it's like a lot of people are really upset, and there are protests all the time, and they've the young. Chilean people have really been like using their voices and like protesting all summer um so it's kind of a weird place to pick for a date when it's I don't so know much turmoil, I you have know? to say I don't know anything about um I know Venezuela is kind of a mess but um yeah I have to say I really don't know anything about South America and much about South yeah. America at all it looks beautiful I'd like to go to Costa Rica someday um yeah it was Sheehan that left Look it up really quick. So she had left this episode, and that's when she gives the warning. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. So. But yeah, they go to Chile, and um, it's a cool city. And um, he, they're, I think they're all eating lunch together. Yeah, they're they're right? all having like a having a girl day, and um. Tammy actually tries to make a toast about, oh, let's um, let's move on and let's put put the drama behind us, and um, the girls, well, and then you know they cheers, yay! But then McKenna starts freaking out and crying and griping and so forth and so on, 
and Tammy, you know, kind of rolls her eyes. But this is the point where, um, well, poor Natasha is like, in her little ITMs, is just like, she's so done with these people. She's like, you know, she doesn't say they're so immature, but she just rolls her eyes and is tired of all these immature girls. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So basically, McKenna whines a little bit, but, oh, here, this is the right page. Then Peter shows up to their girls' day. Before that, though, Victoria uh, F. decides she's going to go off on McKenna. And she's just mean to her. She's just mean. She tells, you know, she, you know, she's like, she confronts her directly, but then she also in the little aside, she's like, um, she's like, oh, so you haven't got enough time with Peter. Well, that's because he doesn't like you, so just shut the F up. Oh, yeah, she was really rude. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, super mean. Yeah. Super unnecessary. Like, I can get why maybe you're irritated with McKenna. We're all irritated with McKenna. Yeah. But, and every girl there is irritated with McKenna for crying right after the nice little toast. Of course, that could be editing. Mm-hmm. But she is just, just cruel. Not an ounce of empathy in her body, I feel like. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, Peter shows up. He's taking Hannah Ann out on the town. Mm, she wants him to teach her some Spanish. Um, I'm not sure Peter's Spanish is all that great, but it's better than mine, so I guess I shouldn't criticize it. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah Ann seems like a nice girl. She seems like sort of a blank slate. She doesn't have much of a personality. Yeah. They dance to some drummers. Um, she's Peter says she's the goofiest girl there. They eat hot dogs. Uh, they talked to an old the, couple. The eating hot dogs thing was so gross. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that's gross. Because there were that was that mayonnaise on the hot dog. Uh, like it. I don't know. Okay, so it looked like there was mayonnaise on the hot dog. Could have been some sort of cheesy white cheese. Yeah, oh, that's true too. Or sour sour, sour cream, cream, maybe. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, but it there's like this white stuff on the hot dog. And they rub it all over each other's faces, and then and then they start making out with this like it's sour cream makeouts, and it was so gross. I was like, why is this? Who on earth is like thinks this is hot? Like this isn't okay. I'm not, it was just really I couldn't watch. It was so gross. They randomly stumble upon an old couple who it's a new bachelor trope. Stumble upon the local old couple, and Peter's like, check out what I learned on Duolingo. <laughs> And he starts speaking Spanish, and he he he's, says he, he is super Spanish. fluent, which I I think is a fun. That's it's a fun fact about him, yeah. Yeah. Um, in Spanish, he says, "What is the secret to love?" They say they've been married over twenty years, so they're a pretty old couple. So they didn't get married till they didn't. They're not one of these people that got married at you know age eighteen and have been married for fifty yeah. years. They're, you know, but um, they talk a little bit in Spanish, and eventually the man in English says, "Communication, patience, tolerance, and love." Love with a capital L, which is nice. Those are, you know, that's really good advice. And mm-hmm. he should be using that. He should actually take that advice. He'd be much more successful in his endeavors here. Communication, yeah. patience, tolerance, and love. He's pretty good with tolerance. Um, and Now, not bad with patience. But he yeah, because he's tolerant with all of their <clears throat> drama and yeah. stupidity. They go on this, like... Um, they go up into the hills. They ride this, I, I call it an angel's flight thing, which is a thing in Los Angeles. It's like a little tram that takes you up into the mountains. And they, uh, it looks really beautiful up there. And they're kind of making out and sitting sitting up there. And 
Oh, on the way up, she tells Peter, I hope you're not afraid of heights. <laughs> He's a pilot. <laughs> oh, Hannah Ann. I'm not sure Hannah Ann is our most intelligent or... But she's so funny. But she's... She's she's, she's a nice enough girl. Yeah, she's not problematic at all. No, know? not really. I mean, she the first show, the first episode, people didn't like her because of Champagne Gate. But I've never had a problem with Hannah Ann. I just think she's sort of boring, you know. Yeah, and sort of too young to be there. I feel like she, you know, she she won all that Revolve clothes, you know, clothes. Yeah. So she can go home anytime. She's, if like, she's happy. She's, yeah. She, you know? She's like, I got I got what I came for, Revolve. I don't feel like she really cares about him that much. But he, he likes her, and she's really pretty um, and really malleable. Mm -hmm. um, so she says she's, when they're up there in the hills, um, she says she's never been in, she's, she's felt love before, but she's never been in love. And that concerns Peter, who thinks that you can't have a relationship, you know, a marriage or a proposal unless the person really has been experienced real love before. Mm -hmm. uh, the night date, I hate her white dress. Um, she looks like she's going to be in a figure skating competition. <laughs> okay. I can see that. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad of a dress. Um, hate is a strong word. I am not great. I think she looks better most of the time than she does in that white dress. And she's also a little, um, shiny. I think maybe it's hot there or the makeup. just Humidity. Um, yeah. Probably something like that. But she's still beautiful. And they sit down to have dinner, and she says some nonsense platitude about how you'll only catch minnows in the shallow waters. I want to die. Yeah, deep. you could tell she's been practicing she's this, been practicing that since she, you know, since she since left home. She found out that she was going to be on the Bachelor. On the Bachelor for sure. It was super rehearsed. But he ate it up. He thought that was cool. Um, but eventually, Peter's just—he's not feeling it with her. And he gets up to leave the table for a little bit, and she decides to follow him, right? Um, he, he's just, he just is not, he's just not feeling it from her. She, he's, she's kind of plastic. And she goes up to him, and she starts crying. And, you know, I've been smiling through all of this, but I can't anymore because it's so hard. And he says, that's what I wanted to see. Like, you, you want to see her miserable? You want to see her cry at you? you? You don't think she likes you unless she cries at you? And again, her crying is not very convincing to me either. Mm -hmm. um, I like her fine. I just don't, I just think she's trying not to get, I don't know, she just doesn't want to go home yet. I don't think she likes Peter that much. Mm -hmm. But she tells him, despite that, she says, I'm starting to fall in love with you. You, okay. can, you can tell anybody you're starting to fall in love with them. That doesn't mean anything. You're just meeting someone. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> it's yeah. like it's like high school musical and it's like it could be the start of something new. That's just what it is. <laughs> it's just meeting someone. So he goes back and gets her the rose and gives it to her, not at the table, but while they're standing wherever they're standing. Um I, I wrote in my notes, she's crying because she was afraid she was about to go home. Yeah. <laughs> and she got emotional because she thought, oh, crap, this is the end. <laughs> um, anyway, but she'll, she'll be fine. She's, he, wants, he wants to go to the fantasy suite with her, I think. She's going to be around for a while. Yeah. Back at the hotel, the date card comes. Kelly gets it, but there's two cards. McKenna's freaking out. Mm -hmm. um, so everybody's going to go on a group date. 
No. Oh, yeah. It is a group date. The group date says, Luz Camera Acción. And the second date card is, which means lights, camera, action. The second date card is for Victoria F. I feel like we didn't get a fair shot last time, so he's going to take her on her second one-on-one. And so clearly people are pissed because she's getting a second one-on-one. They're freaking out, and especially McKenna. The next morning, uh, McKenna's starting to feel this whole thing is pointless. Um, He doesn't see me. He doesn't see me. Blah, blah, blah. Um, So they all look cute in their cute little outfits, and they, they walk through town, and they end up at a telenovela set. And he, Peter says that this is going to be a fun date. They're going to be in the telenovela. He used to watch the telenovela with his abuela, his granny. And he learned a lot of his Spanish watching the telenovelas with his abuela. And Natasha says the same thing. She used to watch, she doesn't say telenovelas, but I think she used to watch soap operas with her granny, which is kind of cute. And so they get their parts. Uh, The name of the show is El Amor de Pedro. Which Kelsey. means the love of, of Pedro. Pedro. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Kelsey is cast as the bombshell. Natasha is Peter Pedro's ex-lover. McKenna is Rosa, the maid. Tammy is the strong woman who lives next door. Sydney is the nurse to Victoria P's uh, wheelchair, or no, golf cart accident victim. <laughs> and Kelly is the abuela. <laughs> And Kelly's, Kelly she should have gotten the date. She's not going to. But Kelly should have gotten the date rose on this date. Kelly is absolutely charming and wonderful as the abuela. Yeah, she's so funny. <laughs> I saw an extended version of this on probably Twitter or something. Um, so I saw some of the people that, like Maddie's on the date, but she didn't. She's the girl next door, by the way. She's on the date, but they don't show anything on the show of her. But they do, in this little extended clip, they showed her. So I may get confused and say things that you didn't see on the show that I saw in this clip. But that's that's okay. (laughs) And it starts out with Kelly and Peter. And Kelly's in her little granny. She's got glasses on her face and on her head. (laughs) She's got a little blue lady wig on. And she's like, you don't want to end up old and ugly like me. And in her ITM, she says, I'm, I'm the gilf. I'm the grandma that I like to fantasy <laughs> And she pretends to, like, hurt her hip. And he carries her out, and she kisses him. And Peter's like, this is so weird. <laughs> and Kelly says, I'm going to say incest is best. <laughs> the whole thing is so funny. She's, like, so delightful. I'm yeah, like, she's super funny. She thri- it's clear that she thrives more in group settings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's, you know, she is having fun. She's trying to have fun. She's succeeding more than a lot of the other girls, it seems like. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, Victoria F. Uh, was in a terrible golf cart accident, and she's, like, got her neck brace on, and she's in a wheelchair, and she looks ridiculous. And Sydney wants to kiss him, and Peter's like, in front of the... In, in front of whatever Victoria F's character's name is, who is in Victoria the terrible... P. Victoria P. sorry. It's Victoria P. for sure. And, you know, and kiss you in front of the so-and-so that had the terrible golf cart accident? <laughs> she's like, yes, I can't resist you. And they make out a little bit, and ugh. Anyway. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, uh, McKenna's in the back in her little maid outfit. Every scene, she's feather dusting. Every scene. Everything. Even in the kitchen with Abuela, she's in the background with her feather duster. Yeah. And then, and she keeps complaining. She's like, 
Classic McKenna, always in the background, but never the star. Nobody sees me. It's just like real life. Yeah, she's just, I'm like, oh my god, just shut up. But okay, this is funny. Um, uh, let's see. Tammy is running around with a knife. Uh, she's a little too believable in her knife-wielding way. Yeah. <laughs> And when she first puts on her dress, she says she looks like she's going to an Asian wedding or something like that. I forget exactly what she says, but she's kind of funny in this instance. And she's like this manic, crazy person with a knife. Um, and I wrote down, oh, and Kelsey is, you know, she's sitting on the couch with a wood point and says, I've been falling in love with you since the day I met you. And I wrote down, the Razzie goes to Kelsey. Kelsey does not have a career in acting. She just does not have a career in acting. Eventually, um, in the in the in the extended version, we get to see a little bit of Natasha and Maddie, but not much. Uh, Natasha's good though; she's in a pretty green dress. Anyway, eventually, McKenna Peter says, "Oh, my love has been here in front of me all along," and decides to to fall in love with McKenna. Yeah, and she's so happy. And she's she's like, so happy. She throws her feather duster aside, and they embrace and kiss. And and she's like, <clears throat> finally, it's a sign. This is this is a good omen. Yes. She didn't ever saw me, but then in the telenovela, he never saw me. But then we finally end up together. It's so exciting. Yeah, she's and convinced then, this is a really big deal. And then while they're making out, um, Chris Harrison comes in. It's not Chris Harrison. It's Pedro's. Papa! Sorry, it's Pedro's papa. It's Chris Harrison and a mustache. <laughs> and he goes, Pedro, stop! And that is your Aunt Stephanie! <laughs> that is your Aunt! <laughs> and um, <coughs> Peter goes, oofity scoop. <laughs> In the extended version, he says, but you have to find love wherever you can, or something like yeah. that. And then Tammy says, fin, and they put fiend on the screen and that's Which, the end of it. This is not French. No, it's I think it's um maybe it's French. It just means the end. Yeah. And I think it can be Spanish or Italian too. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's all of them. I don't know. Don't ask me. Um I said this is the most fun we've had so far in the entire series. Yeah. <laughs> More of this please. Yeah, it was super fun. And the girls felt the same way. Everybody kept saying, Well that was a fun date. I yeah. like that. There's no drama. That was cool. Yeah. Um, Which is a little ironic that the telenovela dates the one where there's no drama. <laughs> that is, that's a good point. Um, at the night date, um, they're, they walk into this overly ornate place. Who knows where it is? Natasha's pretty in this sort of mustard yellow. Um, she's 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 got good fashion, Natasha. I like Natasha. She says to the camera, she hopes there will be no drama tonight. She, she actually, she thinks there won't be any drama. So I wish put that behind us. We had such a good day. Peter gets there, tells them they all look stunning and how fun today was. Um, normal Kelsey is back for the time being. She's calm and um, likable. And um, together they sit down and Kelsey and Peter agree they've overcome a lot and they have a genuine connection. They make out. Um, McKenna says, today is the best day I've had here. And uh, Victoria P, is, she's afraid, she doesn't feel confident right now. She's worried that she and Peter's connection is um, fading a little bit, I guess. Mm -hmm. So she crawls, she takes him aside and she crawls on top of him. 
Um, and, you know, for some stupid reason, she brings Alea up again and says, you know, we've sort of, she sort of recoiled is her words at that point um, because it was just such a nasty situation. So Peter says, yeah, you know, we did, we did fall back or, you know, we did lose ground. He says, you know, I don't want to hurt you, um, but you're more secure in this relationship than I am. And, yeah. And then her little smiley. She looks so surprised. Yeah. Yeah. She's, and she's. She for sure thought she had this in the bag. Yeah, she sure did. Or she sure, for, she for sure thought that this little sitting on your lap and getting all cozy was going to save her for this rose ceremony. Yeah. Or for this date or whatever. Yeah. And she's got a fake, oh yeah, it's really fascinating to watch her face. Because she's got this, excuse me, <coughs> she's got this fake smile on, but you can see her eyes start to change. Mm-hmm. And she calls him by name, and her voice starts to, like, get a little angry. She bites her lip. You can tell she's getting her angry, but she's trying to keep it in by biting her lip. And she's like, but Peter... You know, but Peter, blah, 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 Peter, trying to kind of put him in his place or rein him in. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she and she's quietly saying all the buzzwords. I've been so vulnerable. I've been so open with you. I brought all my walls down for you. Yeah. And she says, you know, and he says, you know, I'm concerned about you. And she says, don't be concerned about me. He's like, well, I am. And she says, no, I'm concerned about you, Peter, and the bad decisions you're making. Mm-hmm. And she's getting passive aggressive and, you know, some, I don't, I don't write. She's just awful. Yeah. So it becomes apparent that he's going to send her home and she says, can I get a cab? Can I get a car? And I'm like, has she not seen this show before? What do they think? They're just going to shove her out in the street? She's going to have to walk to the <laughs> train or the airport or something? <clears throat> well, maybe she thought that she was being, like, since she was the one, even though he, she knew he, he was sending her home, maybe she thought, um, oh, if I initiate the leaving, then maybe he'll want me to stay. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's like, can I walk you out? And she's like, no. But he follows her anyway. Yeah. And, you know, she's, he's really nice. He tries to be really kind to her. He's like, you know, I'm sorry it didn't work out. I enjoyed meeting you. I wish you the best. And she's just, you know, you know, oh, he does that classic, really irritating line of, you'll make somebody really happy someday. And she's like, I know. And then she gets in the car and basically she almost word for word repeats Hannah Brown's speech when she got, got basically, in the car last yeah. Year, you know, uh, basically saying, you know, I'm strong and I'm tough and I don't need this and, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, I wrote in my notes, good job getting rid of Victoria P. Pete. Yeah. And hopefully she, like, I don't know. The fact that she repeated Hannah's speech kind of just shows that How calculating she is. Yeah. She really does just want to be Bachelorette and yeah. I hope she's not. 100%. She's calculating. She's deceitful. And she's manipulative. And mm-hmm. she's gone. Thank 100%, goodness. 100%. Yeah. But we'll see her in paradise, I'm sure. I want to mention real quick, too, during all of this, they cut to all the, well, not all, the, most of the girls sitting on one of the ornate couches. And they're like, where'd Victoria P go? I haven't seen Victoria P in like an hour. 
And yeah, she just went off somewhere. I don't know. She went off. And it just, it reminded me that for some reason, both Victorias on this show have like a habit of going to hide in the corner. Mm-hmm. They're like, if they, if they ever face any, if Victoria P ever faces any, um, like, um, aggre- not aggression, but like confrontation or challenge, she runs away and hides. Mm-hmm. Also, <clears throat> both of them, if you isolate yourself, the little tiny dramas that you start that turn into big dramas... Mm-hmm. Don't, can't be traced back to you, really. Don't land on you. Yeah. Right, right. They, they, Victoria P. definitely does that. Victoria F., on the other hand, she runs away and hides in the corner, um, not to avoid drama, but to create drama with mm-hmm. Peter, because she knows Peter's going to chase her. Victoria F. has figured out, um, she, I think, I have this hot take. Mm-hmm. Victoria F., I'm getting away from the narrative for a minute. She, I think, has studied what Cassie did last year. She knows the person that plays hard to get and the person that's afraid to get married and that the bachelor is really into is going to go far. And that's Mm -hmm. all she wants. She doesn't want to marry Peter, but she wants to go as far as she can. And if that ends up having to date Peter for a little while, that's not too inconvenient for her. She can do that. And I think that's exactly what she's doing. The more I watch her, it's just like, I don't know if I can do this, blah, 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 you know. So that's my my hot take on Victoria. She's Mm -hmm. a smart gal and she's... um, I think she's modeling herself on a Cassie-esque type of character. Mm-hmm. Although Cassie was really feeling that way and, and was just really terrified. Was genuinely wish, wishy-washy yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so Peter comes back in and tells the girls that he sent Victoria home. And they're a little bit shook. Uh, but the the party, the cocktail party or whatever this is, date night, um, proceeds. He and Maddie get together. They go outside and sit on the steps and canoodle. And he wrote a new script for her. And she, her with her big earrings. She's all about big earrings and pink. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, kiss me, Pedro. I need to know if the passion is there. And Pedro's response is something like, I will kiss you with all the passion to light the Chilean sunsets or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, something super corny. It's super. But they're laughing and cute and they're super into each other. And she does her biting her tongue thing. Yeah. And her ITM, she says, he's super intentional and that makes me feel really special. And you will notice as you watch any time Maddie's on, which is not very often, that they play the wife music. They play mm-hmm. the romantic-y, sweepy, wifey music. So, but while they're making out, they hear people inside fighting. And those people are Tammy and McKenna. And she she goes, sounds like people are yelling. And they basically just ignore them. Um, Tammy's pissed that, you know, McKenna had packed her bags the night before because she thought it was pointless to stay. But she had such a good day that she's she's back in, in the contest. And I feel McKenna's really... She's just immature and young and, and emotional, and I feel like she's, I don't think she's being insincere. I think she's just confused. Yeah. But Tammy just wants to attack her. Mm-hmm. You live in a fantasy world, Tammy says. And Kelsey's in the middle, right, you know, next to them, and Kelsey says to McKenna, it's okay. And Tammy's, you're a child, to McKenna. And Kelsey's like, she doesn't act like a child. Mm-hmm. I wasn't talking to you, Kelsey. Yeah, I like Kelsey because she does, when, you, when you're when you nice to her, she'll have your back. There's even a time later when Kelsey and um, Hannah Ann are are on the bed chatting, 
about Victoria P on the date or Victoria F on the date or whatever it was. And, you know, so they've become friends. They were the champagne. Mm -hmm. They hated each other on the first episode and they've become friends. So whatever. Yeah. And Natasha and her aside, Natasha ever the level-headed Natasha and, and fashionable says, Tammy's not concerned about progressing things with Peter. She just wants to eliminate other girls. She wants, um, which is a valid observation uh-huh. for sure. Yeah, she says she waits until the night she knows Peter's going to be around to behave like this. Otherwise, she never behaves like this. Mm. Which is fascinating. So, um, eventually, um, well, McKenna starts, this is where the beginning of all of McKenna's girl power speeches start to the camera, to herself. <laughs> Nobody's going to push me around. I'm not going to let Tammy manipulate me. I'm going to speak my damn truth. I found my damn voice. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so. Yeah, it's a little bit corny. Mm-hmm. So Peter comes in with the girls and he says he's going to give the rose to the person that he's really excited about having a future with. And he gives it to Maddie. Mm-hmm. And then she bites her tongue. <laughs> so it's time for Victoria F. and Peter's date. They go out to the country of, of uh, Chile. Right? They're not in Peru yet. That's next time. They're in Ch- yeah. Chile. It's really pretty out there. There's um, horses and people wearing their Chilean ponchos and all that stuff. And they go, the most important thing, the rancher dude goes, the most important thing about a relationship is trust. And then he's like, look at me and my horse. And then he starts, like, <clears throat> walking underneath the horse. Yeah. And then, like, walking back around and walking underneath the horse again. And then he wants Victoria and Peter to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, hell no. I'm, I'm not- like, <laughs> I hope the horse kicks Victoria. <laughs> I didn't think that. I wish I had. Yeah. <laughs> concussion. Send her home. I want to kill her. I just want her to be, in, you know, incapacitated for the yeah. rest of the show. <laughs> and, um... He's like, see, all about trust. And I'm like, no, this is just a well-trained horse. It doesn't <laughs> trust Victoria. It you doesn't know. trust Peter. I respect that to a, a point, though, because um, I, I tried to horse riding when I was like your age. I just never had, I never really enjoyed it. never had the knack for it. I really believe either you're a horse person or you're not. And mm-hmm. I'm just not. It's not that I don't like horses. I think they're beautiful. I just, they're just not. I don't have that connection. And I think that real horse people have just this weird horse whisperer thing with horses. Mm-hmm. So Victoria says, I'm so nervous. As uh, she always does. She and acts, I'm like, no. She acts dumb all the time. Yeah. She's got on her fake voice. Can we pet them? Horses and all that stuff. Anyway, they eat some, they eat, they eat with some local people and Peter Ask them if do you see love between us, and the lady at the table doesn't answer, and uh, whatever. It's just really awkward. She's so whiny. They end up like in kind of like a little hay cart or like a wagon type thing, sitting in the back of it. She's so whiny and insincere. She says, "I like you, but I go back and forth." And then Peter's face just like drops and falls and freaks out. And you're like, what do you mean you go back and forth? If you, Are you not in this? Because I'm really crazy about you. I really, really like you, and I really see it with you. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, she's crying again. Because that's all she does. Yeah, she's such a pain in the ass. Be honest with yourself, you know, and honest with me. And, I, you know, I thought you had gotten past this. 
anyway, so, it, and I wrote down that it reminds me a little bit of Ari and Lauren, except Lauren wasn't an evil manipulator. She was just kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't know how to react, and she just kind of walked around going, wow, wow. And Victoria kind of does the same thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so, see, there's another one, another example of who she might have modeled herself on, somebody who was just terrified mm-hmm. of committing, and that made The Bachelor want her more. She's pretty yeah. hard to get, and yeah. it's working. Sadly. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the night date, this is a disaster. He has no idea. He has no idea what's going on. You know, he wants to see if he thinks this is what he thinks it is, if this is what he thinks it is. And I wrote down, God, I hate girls who touch their hair all the time. You say that every week, Mom. I hate and- it. But I don't really don't think it's that big of a thing. I don't... It's just a pet peeve. I, I'm not making a judgment about why people do it or whatever. It's just a pet peeve of mine. It's so distracting. I can't. I can't with the hair touching. <laughs> anyway, the wall's up. Blah, blah, blah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm so trying. So I've never tried so hard no, with anybody No, the only else. thing you're trying is to... You're just trying to cover up your racism and your affairs and... You know, get as far as possible. You're a whiny, yeah, whiny baby. Anyway, so she, guess what? It's a big surprise. She runs away and hides in the corner. Whoa! (laughs) Who would have guessed? Oh my gosh! And a producer comes to talk to her. producer seemingly comes to talk to him. And they're both just so, you know, why isn't this working? I'm telling her everything I think she wants to hear. I was trying so hard. And she's like... I don't know why I can't do this. I'm trying so hard. I don't know what to do. That's how I wrote it down. D O O. She does kind of talk like that. I She's don't know so what annoying. To do. And that's her total fake phony voice. We know what her real yeah. voice sounds like when she goes off on the other women. Yeah. Like McKenna and whoever else she always beats up on. She's, yeah. She definitely picks on the weaker people. Anyway, I can't. I can't with her. But back at the girls' house, Natasha and Sydney are talking, and Natasha says Victoria F. has spent more time with him than anyone else, and they think that she'll probably come back with the rose. Um, eventually, Peter and, um, you know, he's, he's worried that Victoria F. will just walk away. I don't know what words to give her, is what he says, which I think is a really interesting phrase. Mm -hmm. I don't know what words to give her. Um, I, which indicates to me that he should just send her home. Sorry, Peter. I know Mm -hmm. you're wanting, I know you desperately want to get her to the fantasy suite, but, but that's not going to, you know, that's not going to improve your relationship. Sorry. Mm -hmm. She finally comes back, hugs him and says, I feel bad. And, you know, he gives her the rose and she says, of course I'll accept it. And I wrote down, if she didn't want to win, she wouldn't accept the rose. She doesn't want to marry this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, in her ITM, she says, I don't know why I can't do this, and I'm pissed. People who are pissed actually have emotions and faces that express emotions. <laughs> and I don't think she has enough <laughs> Botox to keep her from expressing her emotions. I don't, either. yeah, I don't know. I don't think she's had that much work done to her face. I don't, I don't think so either. I think she's had her work why done. I'm like, you should elsewhere. definitely look like you should be thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like feeling or yeah, something. Yeah, feeling something. Feeling anything, Victoria F. She's, oh man, anyway. So it's finally time for the cocktail party. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Natasha's being real again, as usual. Well, before that, though, they get a date card sent oh, to yeah, the room. That's true. And um, the date card basically says, Hey, Sydney. Hey, McKenna. Y'all hate each other. So instead of wasting our money on a two-on-one date, because clearly you guys are just super annoying, um, we're just going to let you hang out with Peter a little bit before the cocktail party right. starts. So get ready now so you can head on down. Yeah, it's this weird two-on-one that they don't even do anything special for them. They just send them to the cocktail party an hour before everybody else. Yeah. And they're, they're like, all getting ready and stuff. And I don't like Tammy, but her dress is, she looks really good. I forget what she was wearing. She was wearing, like, this black, oh, black high-slit oh, yeah. dress That's with a cool right. coat thing. Yeah. yeah. And she's, you know, I'm wearing black because it's McKenna's funeral. Yeah, that was a little rude and annoying, but yeah. I liked the dress. Well, she was kinda... over the top rude and annoying. She yeah. was rude and annoying for the cameras more than anything, I think. Yeah. She knew it, she knew she was done, and she was just trying to get as much in as she could. Yeah. Um, McKenna picked out... I mean, this is... It's clear that he's wanting to send one or both of them home. You need to pick out your, like, big save-me dress. Yeah. I think I think Tammy probably did that. I think that was probably her big save me dress. Yeah. She looked really she good. Looked hot. Um McKenna but then wore McKenna wore like this little like bubblegum pink like pantsuit thing. No, it wasn't was that a, a dress. No, it was a dress. Okay. It was well, like a, a four length dress. It's a lot like it. Yeah. And it was kind of boring and I was like, This is your save me dress? It was kinda <laughs> kind of cutesy, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, you look like you are like fifteen, like not that that's bad, like, but you just don't look like a save me. A bombshell, yeah. So I wrote on my paper fast forwarding because this is just more of the same, but I will quickly, you know, McKenna's big kind of speeches um, say, I'm strong as hell. I'm speaking my damn truth. That's another, that's a new bachelor phrase. I'm speaking my truth. That's a new thing this year, if I feel like it. Well, I think. I don't think McKenna means it this way, but a lot of other people that have used it is yeah. that's their way of saying that's not the truth, but that's what I'm choosing to believe. That's correct. It's their way of being like, that's the lie I'm choosing to believe. Right. So there are a lot of people in the world right now that are like, Obviously. this is my truth. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but here are the facts. <laughs> she, so I said they'll both be on Paradise for sure. Um, I, yeah, I wrote down, I think Tammy is securing her place on Paradise, and she's securing her character on Paradise, and McKenna is just trying, she's trying to be the Bachelorette. So they, I think they have different goals, but I think they'll both have continued career in Bachelor Nation. Um, Peter takes Tammy aside. Um, she's, she says that Kenna's just collecting hashtags for her brand. She packed her bags, Peter. She packed her bags the other night. And Peter's concerned about that. Yeah, he was like, wait, 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 what do you mean? And she's like, before the group date, like, she had her bags packed. She was just so done with being here. Like, she didn't want to be here anymore. She says, McKenna takes this lightly, and I don't. You know, so you basically, you know, she wants to get married. She's here for the right reasons, and McKenna's not. Which McKenna's really never given us any of that. To You know, sure, she's young, and sure, she's flighty, but she's not, like fake really yeah and I've never I mean I always joke around and I'm like um 
these girls are all 22, 23. Like, what? They're not really getting, like, how can they get ready, be wanting to get married and get engaged? Yeah, it's like, not, it's crazy. I don't, I don't believe it. But that's just because I'm 23. I get that not everyone's like that. I get that there are a lot of young people who are, whose lifestyles are just different and are cool with getting married that, that young. Yeah. Everyone in the house is figuring out the Tammy gangs up on people. And I said, I wish that Peter would figure out that out about Sydney, who's worse than Tammy. Mm. Back with the other girls. I, I think she and Tammy are equally as bad. Tammy's pretty terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, think I don't think in real life, though, I think Sydney's probably the worst person in real life. But in this setting, they're both equally bad. I think Tammy is auditioning for Paradise and her future in The Bachelor because she knows she's going home tonight. I think Sydney is really, truly the ugly person we see on TV. Um, yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, back at the, the other girls are getting ready to join everybody at the cocktail party. They agree that enough is enough. I like Natasha more and more. Yeah. She's real, and she's always been real, and she's the only mature person there. Yeah. Peter talks Except to... Except for Kelly. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love Kelly. Peter talks to... But I forget Kelly's there sometimes. Peter talks to McKenna, you know, she admits she packed, but then the, the next day was like, and she said, but that would have been the worst decision of my life, and the next day was so great, and I feel like really still excited about being with you, and so he decides to believe McKenna, and he walks Tammy out and sends her... And to Tammy's credit, she doesn't freak out at him or anything. No, no, they have, a, they have a pleasant respectful. enough... Yeah, they have a pleasant enough goodbye, and mm-hmm. he says he wishes her the best. Um, but in the car, Tammy says, you know, I guess he just wants a trophy wife and I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to change for a guy. And that's her parting message for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other girls arrive and Peter talks to them. He takes Natasha aside and, um, talks to her for a while. He talks to Sydney. She is so into herself and so immature. All she can talk about is herself and the third person. And even, I wrote, even McKenna is more mature than Sydney. Mm-hmm. Peter and Kelsey have a nice chat, actually. I think they really like each other. I think she yeah. really likes him. Did we, I forget if we mentioned this, but on Peter's date with Sydney earlier, he said that Sydney was the best kisser. Yeah, I forget if we mentioned it. I don't too. think we mentioned it. If we but did, it was really quick. Yeah, it, yeah, so that's something else. So that leads us to kind of believe that he is super into Sydney and is like at least physically attracted to her yeah um and also if you say that to someone you gotta be have a lot of trust in the person you end up picking because that would that would piss me off if they said that about another person right I'm like "Mm." yeah you don't want to watch that back for sure um the last person he sits with is Victoria F she's doing her monotone thing where she just speaks bachelor speak Rose ceremony time. He tells them all. He can see a future with each of them. And maybe this is working too well for him. I'm like, what, Peter? You're not watching the same show we are. <laughs> uh, anyway, he does know. He doesn't know who he's going to send home. He tells Chris Harrison before him. There's only three roses left. And they go to... And the people who have roses already are um, Hannah and Kelly. No, Hannah and Victoria... Victoria and um, Maddie. Right. Right. So the people who get roses are Kelsey first, then Natasha. I'm glad about that. Mm-hmm. And then it, then it comes down to Kelly, McKenna, and Sydney, and he chooses Kelly. 
Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. You and know? Sydney looks shocked. She's like, "What? Of course, because Sydney. Why like, are you sending? Yeah. Why are you sending Sydney home? <laughs> and, well, she, I wrote down literally what she said. She says, "It sucks because he didn't get to see all of Sydney." <laughs> Yeah, and it's like she's comical, really. She's just the comical stereotypical Why? mean girl. Yeah, you're so you're just obsessed with yourself. You love your name so much. Yeah, McKenna. I've I've come to just kind of shorten her name to Kenna because that Y in the middle is hard to write. He's, he's to the camera. She says, "Why didn't he just send me uh, send us both home? You know, I came here to fall in love." But ultimately, I fell in love with myself. Yeah. I think she's it's delusionally so think she's going to be the bachelorette. But. Yeah. Um, it's so funny that she <laughs> got sent home right after all that. She was probably feeling super confident. She's like, yes, yeah. I get to stay. I felt bad for her. I mean, I think, I think Peter, if Peter had done that with any other girl... I think he would have, you know, he was trying to be nice and everything and support her and tell her he believed her, which was nice. But had he done it with anybody but McKenna, it probably would have worked better. But she's just, you know, it hurt her feelings. And I can see why, you know, she's not super mature. Um, The preview uh, shows Kelly telling it like it is, you know, saying cut Victoria. She's a drama queen. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then the ending is a little shot of Victoria and Peter eating pork off of a big, like, off of a barbecue. Yeah, but except Victoria's not eating any. Because she's a vegetarian. She's like, I'm a vegetarian. I'm a vegetarian. But Nothing against vegetarians. It's just, of course, Victoria's a vegetarian. Yeah, but she's like, just once I would eat Peter, or I would eat, uh, <laughs> I would eat meat for Peter. Oops. Yeah. I would eat meat for Peter, but... But just once. <laughs> just once. I, I'm not going to change it at all. And he just loves meat so much, though, that I would do it. And I'm like, okay. Pretty soon he's practically eating the whole pig. He's just shoving meat in his mouth, and it's kind of gross. When you have dietary restrictions, it's tough. It, that can be a tough thing to work around yeah, in your in relationship. relationship. Yeah. So if you're a vegetarian and he loves barbecue, then you're... That's already a red flag right there. Right. Like one of you, one of you is probably going to be expected to adapt the other. Well, it is what it diet. is. Diet. It's because Paul doesn't. My husband doesn't eat cheese, and I love cheese, mm-hmm. so it's tricky. All my friends who are vegan. So far. All my friends who are, which is different than vegetarianism, but all my friends who are vegan always drift towards having relationships with other other vegans. vegans. Yeah, yeah, makes it easier for sure. Anyway, that's it. That's five hours of content. I don't know how long we talked, but I know it's been a long time. And we will get this. We up. did pretty good. This, yeah, yeah. this five hours of content is actually in about the same amount of time that we've recorded other regular episodes before. So <laughs> go us. All right. Well, I have, to, us. I have to get some stuff done. So I guess it's time to sign off. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Please uh, rate and review our podcast. And, ooh, subscribe. Please subscribe. And uh, if you want, you can totally email us at rosettespodcast at gmail.com so we can just, you know, get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And uh, also, the best, uh, probably the best place to reach us is following us on Instagram. We always post fun memes. So follow us on Instagram at Rosette's podcast. Um, 
Yeah, and send us your memes and ask us what, I don't know. You, give us we, your opinions. Give us your opinions. Maybe if you, you want to know totally a certain wrong. opinion. Maybe you think Victoria F is like the uh, the saint of the universe. Yeah, and you know if you think so, tell us because we want to know. Yeah, but she's not. So hopefully, <laughs> it's literally anyone else. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We really do enjoy doing this, and we really want to make content that you enjoy. So if there's something else that you think you would enjoy hearing, you let us know that too. Yeah, and maybe next. Well pretty soon we'll be able to tell you all about Bachelor Live, so that's going to be fun. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for tuning in, and, and we'll catch you next week. Froilish, froilish, froilish! froilish. <laughs>